0: Good evening, everybody. This is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast, available on all major podcast platforms. Today, I am honored to have Sheriff Matt Christofoli with the Worcester County Sheriff's Office along here with me. Sheriff, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, Bubba. I want to thank you for having me on, and it's great to be on
1: here with all of your listeners and you.
0: Yes, sir. Anytime, and, and you know we, we really appreciate it. And um, So kind of take us through we'll, – we'll get started here. Take us through a, a little bit about where you're from. Uh, a little bit with your upbringing and eventually how you get started into your decorated career in law enforcement, sir. Absolutely. I was, I was originally born in, in New
1: Jersey and, Mm -hmm. uh, tragedy took me out of New Jersey and brought me to Maryland when I was almost four. um, I lost my father in a a car crash. So my mother moved to Maryland with her parents. And, you know, I I was very fortunate to be raised in a very nurturing uh, environment in Anne Arundel County with my mother and my grandparents. And, um, you know, I I was raised in a home where, you know, we, we, we taught respect and we were taught to respect ourselves and therefore, and I, we'll get into this later too, when we talk about respect, but mm-hmm. you know, in respecting yourselves, I think that it's, it's easier once you have self-respect to, you know, demonstrate respect to others. So I, I had a good upbringing in Anne Arundel County and um, what kind of, from an early age uh, I was, neighbors with an Anne Arundel County police officer and I always looked up to him and he was like a mentor. So from an early age, I kind of knew that I was going to want to get into a profession where I was going to be able to help, you know, other people. So I went ahead and got my associate's degree and a certificate in criminal justice uh, in Anne Arundel County in 1995. I was ultimately hired in Pocomoke City with the Pocomoke City Police Department my original goal was to do a three-year contract with them and then move back to Anne Arundel. But I wound up doing almost four years, and then Worcester County was hiring for the D.A.R.E. position. And that's really where my career took off. I, I was hired by the sheriff's office to teach the D.A.R.E. program. So I went away for two weeks for the D.A.R.E. training. And, and I to this day, I will tell you, that's some of the most intensive Training for a law enforcement officer because you're used to being on the street and, and traffic stops and warrants and calls for service, but then within two weeks and 80 hours, they have to kind of transform you into a teacher, so there was a lot of training that went into that, and that was really my calling, Bubba. Um, mm-hmm. I started teaching teaching in the 99, 2000 school years. And I would go on to teach the DARE program in Worcester County public schools and some of our private schools here for 19 school years. And that was really my calling, you know, working with our youth and, you know, trying to help, you know, not only educate them about substance, but a lot of the program also was about self-respect and was about social stressors and was about building, you know, self-esteem to kind of, help you as a young person to be able to to put your you know put your boots on and pull those bootstraps up and get ready for adulthood you know but again a lot of it went back to self-respect and it's you know it, it was it was a phenomenal program that that i taught for that you know all of those years and that really really
0: kind of propelled me to where i'm at today uh, absolutely sir and uh You know, for any of the listeners that would, you know, God forbid they're going through uh, maybe an addiction problem right now or, you know, maybe they're getting peer pressured into, uh, you know, drugs or alcohol. What is your strong message across the podcast, uh, Sheriff, that, uh, you know, they can change that uh, it's all right to get help? You know, what what are some good things, uh, you know, some some good reassurance that, that you could put out?
1: Well, you know, I I do want our listeners to understand, you know, what I think is important for all of us and and to humanize things. Every single one of us on the face of God's planet, Mm -hmm. there's not a soul on this earth who is perfect. So people need to understand that we all, no matter what you do in life, you are human. You have imperfections. We all do. And as human beings. We need assistance and it's okay to reach out. Some people won't reach out because of pride or or self-respect to, to themselves. They think, you know what, it's a weakness to reach out. No, it's not a weakness to reach out. We all have had times where we need to reach out. So if you are currently facing some type of substance addiction, there are many platforms out here in today's society where there are there is help, whether it's your local health department, whether it's your local law enforcement agency, you know, whether it's the Department of Social Services, you know, or you, you get online and you can see there, there are outlets for people you know, that, that do have substance abuse. And I think especially with, with your main message mm-hmm. internationally, when we talk about bullying, that's also a huge problem in our society, and it stems from low self-esteem and the aggressor. You know, I always tell people, people do not just wake up one day and have malice towards others. There's a deeper rooted issue in aggressive actions towards others, and that's where I remind everyone that we're imperfect human beings. We need to encourage people to be respectful, dignified, and compassionate to others because that's a circle, you know, that comes back to us, and I want our listeners to really Take this point also. When we bully others, the first person that we are disrespecting is ourselves.
0: Absolutely. When, Absolutely. You're, when you're
1: mean or disrespectful to another human being, the first person you're disrespecting is you, and we need to avoid you know, self-disrespect. Again, this is a circle, Bubba. You respect others; it's that circle that comes back to you. So, it, it, the, the key term here is is all about respect and being able to reach out and finding that help that you need. Because we've all had times in life where we need to reach out.
0: Absolutely, and I, I appreciate your um, informative and you know powerful message there. What would you say, obviously, uh, throughout your law enforcement career and working as a, a, a DARE officer, and you know now, uh, you know, earning the honor of sheriff and you know, so many other great uh, accolades you've, you've been able to have and, and truly make a difference. What would you say has been your proudest moment so far through your law enforcement career? Well, professionally, in, in my law enforcement career, I'd have to say the proudest
1: moment would be the night that I was elected sheriff mm-hmm. on June 26th of 2018. Um, you know, it was, it was a very, very tough battle uh, campaigning for a couple of years. It was very very stressful, but I'd have to say that that evening when I won the primary, that was probably the proudest professional moment that I've ever experienced because I knew at that point that I was going to be able to serve the county that has been gracious to myself and my family for 25 years. And I was going to be able to be in a position where, you know, I was going to be able to lead the men and women of the Worcester County Sheriff's Office and, you know, just give back to worcester county that has given me
0: and my family and our wonderful residents so much absolutely and uh you had a great support system there you touched on you know your family and uh i believe the sheriff for what county was there as well um what did that mean to you to have uh these other leaders that are so respected and uh you know admired to also be there and to have your back and to you know just to really give you that full support what did that mean to you Oh, it, it it meant the world to me. I
1: mean, having you know Sheriff
0: Lewis there from mm-hmm. Y Comico, and
1: it was also an absolute honor to have our former Sheriff Reggie Mason and the Sheriff before him, Sheriff Chuck Martin, who hired me. They are phenomenal leaders. They have done so many wonderful things for Worcester County. So to say it was a proud moment—that's that's just an understatement. But to have those leaders that were there to to kind of support me and help propel me into my new role proud just, it, it, I don't think words can really describe the, the inner feeling of having those gentlemen
0: there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we, we talked about your proudest moment. Um, obviously, you've, uh, you know, you've accumulated so much knowledge uh, and, and wisdom and experience uh, from the start of your career to now. What would you say you've learned most? Obviously, I, I know that's uh, kind of a hard, you know, question or, or a hard thing to pin on when, when you're somebody with so much abundance of knowledge. But what would you say? is at the top of your uh, mind with the thing you've learned most th- so far throughout your journey in life or in law enforcement? Uh, we could say uh, either one. Either okay. One. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I I'll,
1: I'll say this as, as time moves on, cause we live in a fast paced society. What I've learned the most in life, number one, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Number two, you know, life is definitely not always fair. I mean, you have to work tirelessly to achieve your goals. You have to work tirelessly and nonstop to accomplish the missions that you set out in front of you. Uh, You know, we all experience hurt, pain, and disappointment in life. And, and sometimes, you know, that disappointment comes from people that we trust or that we trust it. But what I've, you know, always have learned is to, you know, you always need to be humble, kind, and understanding of others. And you need to be flexible too in life, because like I said, it's a fast society, things change, and, I appreciate the compliment that you gave me, but I will tell you, we are all always learning. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that our listeners have to understand is you don't know everything. I don't, we don't, you know, we have to keep our minds open because life moves fast and we're always constantly learning. That's what I've learned the most so far is that uh, we're, we're ever growing.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I can certainly attest to that, you know, even, uh, in, in my profession, you know, you're always a student, you're always constantly in a state of, of growing, uh, as a person, uh, whether, you know, you're training or, uh, you know, doing something in martial arts or close protection or whatever it may be, you're, you're constantly, uh, evolving and, uh, whether you're, you're on, you're on the first day of a job or you're in your 10th, 20th year, you always gotta, uh, be willing to change, be willing to grow and be willing to learn. Uh, so very well said there. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, sir. And, uh, you know, how important uh, would you say mentors are, coaches, uh, father figures, people that are uh, positive leaders? How important are these figures and why is this so important that we have great mentors in life?
1: It's absolutely critical for our growth and development. I mean, we all need someone to look up to. I can't tell you in words how important mentors are or mentors are for growth, for character strength. Again, you need someone to look up to. And I want to just challenge all of our viewers and listeners. I want everyone to understand you should be a mentor in someone's life. You should you should live your life with the idea that you want someone to look up to you, whether it's a brother, sister, niece, nephew, or, or someone new in your life. But you strive to be that positive influence in the world. Because in 25 or 30 years from now, You want someone telling a story about how you made a positive influence in their lives. And I'll tell you, I've always had a losing my father at at a young age. I always kind of gravitated towards like my uncles and my grandfather and and other people, the the neighbor that I grew up across the street from that was a police officer, not having that father. I was the type of child that always gravitated towards you know, the uncles and the and the grandfathers and really just kind of honed in on them and, and and took in everything that they would tell me and try to encourage me with. And that again is is instrumental in where I am today. So as we are in our growing years and, and we're as we've said we're always constantly learning, mentors are extremely crucial for success in life. So I encourage all of our listeners, you be
0: a mentor in someone's life. Absolutely. Uh, What would you say, you know, we we touched on, uh, you know, the the importance of mentors, what would you say, uh, you know, for the young listeners, especially, whether it be, uh, you know, a a young man or young lady that is looking at a a career in in law enforcement or uh, some some related uh, field, what is your encouragement to them, not only just to get into the field, but if they truly want to excel, what must they do? Well, especially with today's world, mm-hmm. they need to be
1: cognizant of everything that they do, every move that they make in life. It's like in today's digital society, you know, we're, we're constantly being watched and we're being judged with everything that we do. So for our young listeners or listeners in general that, you know, are aspiring to have a profession of, of a law enforcement officer, you need to really make sure that you're careful with your decisions. You have to be careful what you're doing with your social media, because when I'm looking at potential hires, Mm -hmm. my staff and I and all companies do this. They look at social media. They want to look and see what type of life you're living, what type of peers you associate with. So, again, that's why we cannot stress upon you enough to be that positive influence. But, you know, make sound decisions, make good decisions. If you're not sure of something, Seek help in finding the right answer. But if you're seeking a job in law enforcement, you really have to understand that every decision you make is critical towards your future
0: growth in that profession. Uh, Absolutely. And what, what, uh, you know, say somebody wants to be uh, a sheriff or a sheriff deputy for your department, how can they go about that process? Well, I, I really recommend that
1: our listeners that are looking for a job Mm -hmm. in law enforcement to to really go forward and get your college degree. I got my two-year degree, and I always said I was going to go back, and I really should have went back for the four-year, but start out with college. At least get your associate's degree in criminal justice. It gives you a good base knowledge and a good foundation of understanding of our criminal justice system. And then in in our state, in Maryland, and in most states, you have to be 21 to be a certified law enforcement officer. If we have listeners in the local area and you're getting close to 21, get yourself into college. And once you're 21, fill out an application. You can go to WorcesterSheriff.com and you can do uh, an online application and put that in and and hopefully get your career started with a wonderful office.
0: Uh, Absolutely. And thank you so much for that information. Um, so yes, sir. And, um, we, we touched on the encouragement of, of, you know, somebody getting into your profession. What, what is it, uh, you know, what is it like, uh, a day in, in, you know, uh, as sheriff, you know, what is it, what are some of your duties? What are some, uh, some of your routines? What does it look like, you know, um uh, from kind of a, a point of view perspective of a day in life as sheriff in Worcester County? Yeah, I, I
1: typically start my day with a morning briefing from my command team. Mm-hmm. I come in and, You know, we we go in the conference room and we kind of uh, assemble and I get an update of uh, things that happened the prior day or the prior days. Mondays are usually a a busy briefing. Um, So that's how I usually start the day. And that can usually set the tone. And I guess it's safe to say that, you know, one day to the next, there's a lot of differences. But what I typically see are a lot of different meetings. Um, we have a very strong connection with our allied law enforcement agencies. We have strong connections, you know, with our health department and our child advocacy center. So uh, there's a lot of meetings, which now, of course, are, are conference calls. Um, but every day kind of brings something new. But you, I tell you this, too, you have to come in in this type of position. You have to have a very open mind. You have to be flexible and you have to be ready for change.
0: Absolutely. And uh, you you touched on something there that's, uh, you know, so importantly crucial. Relationships, building trust, uh, establishing bonds with with certain people. How important is that, Sheriff? And uh, not just in your profession, but just in life in general with uh, developing, you know, that people have strong people skills, that you have a critical soft skill, that you are able to establish these connections and not just establish them, but continue to grow them over the years. How important is that? There's nothing more important than that in life. When you talk
1: about good human instincts and human behavior, and no matter what profession, no matter what line of work you get in, you have got to, number one, break down barriers. If there's barriers between you and other people, it's good to break down those barriers. Good, open, honest communication. And partnerships in this profession is absolutely essential if you want to have a successful law enforcement agency. If you want to propel your community uh, into bigger and better things, you have got to be able to have strong partnerships with everyone that you work with because everything is about teamwork. I can't do it all on my own. You can't do it all on your own no matter what you do in this life. You have to have a support system and that starts with building bonds and 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 partnerships
0: absolutely um something that we see uh especially you know uh, nowadays and, and more frequently we're, we're getting uh you know especially in the security field i'm sure you know obviously in the law enforcement field is de-escalation what uh is some of your tips or important advice somebody could use if they're a first responder if they're law enforcement if they're in the security sector what are some tips for de-escalation sheriff?
1: Well, you know, it, that, that is very important to, you know, be able to use your your communication skills. There was a, a course that I took that was called Verbal Judo. It mm-hmm. said when, when words fail, actions don't. But you want to try to start utilizing your communication skills. You know, when situations are heated or escalated, if you go into that and you're immediately yelling or screaming, you're only going to pour fire – or I'm sorry, gas on mm-hmm. the fire. So – You know, when you're trying to communicate with someone who might have a heightened sense of maybe they're under the influence of a substance or they're just agitated or upset, you want to try to approach that, you know, in a calm demeanor. And you want to try to be able to use your, you know, verbal communication skills to kind of try to talk someone down. By yelling or screaming, you're only going to escalate that. So you you really have to be able to think, okay, what is this person going through? What can I do? to successfully bring them down in a calm cool and collected manner that's the first thing that you should really think about
0: yeah absolutely and uh, thank you so much for that uh important tip there what would you say are some hobbies you you enjoy we'll go off topic here for a moment what are some things you love uh, to do while, uh you know while you're uh in worcester county or maybe in the ocean city area you know you're enjoying a day off of work is it the beach is it the boardwalk you know some thrashers fries what are some things you look forward to Well, you know, we'll we'll never pass up Thrasher's Fry. Right.
1: You know that. Yes. You you know, but we're in a high-paced society and a a high-stressful society. Um, I enjoy running. I start my day every day. I wake up and I hit my elliptical for anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour, depending on time. And not only is that good for, you know, physical well-being, but it's also good for, you know, your mental health well-being. So I try to do that at least every day, once a day. Um, You know, I enjoy listening to music when I'm running to kind of take you into your, you know, your own your own space where you have some time where it's just you. Um, But, you know, a typical day off will be spending time with with my wife and my two daughters and my niece who lives with us. So family time is very important. But, you know, walking the boardwalk with family or just being in our one of our communities here in Worcester County, just spending some time together. That's that's what it's about.
0: Uh, absolutely. And uh, another thing that is uh, very important, uh, I know, on your agenda and a lot of the great work that you do in Worcester County with uh, the sheriff's offices, community policing. T- touch about the importance of community policing and what is your encouragement to other law enforcement agencies, whether it be uh, local, city, state and across the nation, across the road to get out there and bridge the gap between communities and policing? How important is that?
1: Again, you're bringing up some very, very, very good questions. It, it, it's, it is paramount. I mean, there's, it is absolutely critical that we, when we talk about barriers, we break down barriers with the communities, if there's any barriers with communities, and that's getting to know your communities. I encourage my deputies to get out of the car, walk through the shopping centers, walk through neighborhoods, get to know the people, get to understand what their issues are, because That's why we are in this job is to serve our people. So community policing is critical for all law enforcement agencies, whether you're a sheriff's office, whether you're, you know, uh, a municipal police department, whether you're a federal law enforcement agency, getting to know your communities, that helps to strengthen the partnerships because we owe it to them. We owe our best to every community that we serve. So when you talk about community policing, it's essential neighborhood watch meetings with your community, church meetings, other civic organizations, getting into our schools. Once our community members get to understand that we're human and they get to know us, that is what slowly starts to take those barriers down and it strengthens that bond. So it's essential for a successful community between law enforcement and residents.
0: Absolutely. And another thing that it has been, um, you know, over your law enforcement career, very important to you is obviously, you know, the dare and and getting into these schools and and talking to the kids and uh, really propelling them and, and serving as inspiration and motivation. How important is that sheriff that that continues to happen, that they see positive role models, positive role models, excuse me, positive leaders from the community who are doing these great things and they come back and they're pouring their knowledge and experiences and uh, really giving them that boost. How important is that?
1: It's off the charts important because once again, you know, things are a little bit turbulent in our world these days. So that trust factor, you know, we have got to be able to get into our schools and our law enforcement officers have to be able to get in there and to, to get to know the kids and let the, let the kids understand that, that we are human and, you know that is going to be critical for young people to start to trust you know the law enforcement officers that are there to serve the communities and i was just very fortunate that i had a path in law enforcement as a young police officer with pokemoke mm-hmm. you know i worked actively with crime watch meetings and we had community cleanups and bake sales to raise money and we in, we we put lighting up in areas where it was kind of dark in the community where crime was spiking so When you are out there and you're having a meal with community members or you're in the schools and you go into the cafeteria and sit down and talk to the kids, you will never be able to statistically gauge the positive impact that you have on kids. And I've seen it throughout my career. Some law enforcement officers would kind of, you know, not not really snub their nose at me for dare, but there was always that, that idea that it's, it's something that doesn't work once again. You cannot statistically gauge the positive impact you have on someone, you know, but maybe in 20 or 25 years from now, when that student who was in sixth grade, who's now 30 years old with a wife and kids remembers your name and they remember, they may not remember the exact dare lesson, but when they can come up to you and remember your name and remember how you interacted with them, that's when you know that it's successful. So I encourage all law enforcement officers and just all people in general, Mm -hmm. be a positive influence in the lives around you, other adults, children, because you never know how positive that impact you may have on someone is going to be. It could save their life. It could send them in a direction of maybe becoming a law enforcement officer when maybe they were going to lead a life of trouble, but just that one positive interaction just by you. Calling that student by their first name, just by you showing some compassion, that can go a long
0: way. Absolutely. And one thing you touched on a little bit earlier in the podcast was the importance of mental health. How important is mental health?
1: Oh, it's, it's extremely important for all of us because, again, we're, we're human. When we go back to that, when I said we need to humanize things, mm-hmm. when I said we're, we're all imperfect – Stress is something that we need to learn to manage. We all have stressful jobs. Mental health is critical. I have set my deputies up with additional training and peer support. So we're constantly looking for training opportunities for our deputies for not only mental health for themselves, but for them to be able to be trained to assist their fellow deputies with peer support. So mental health is everything. If we don't have a stable mindset, we're not going to be able to do anything. So again, that's why it's important to have time for yourself to be able to, you know, exercise is very important for mental health. You know, releasing those endorphins in your brain can help to break down some of that stress. So
0: mental health is key for everything. Absolutely. And uh, thank you so much for touching on that, uh, you know, important and serious topic there. And my pleasure. Yes, sir. And, you know, obviously, uh, you know, working uh, as a sheriff and, and in law enforcement, uh, I'm sure you you love uh, so much about your work. But what would you say if you just had to pin on one thing or just a few things, what are some of the favorite things uh, about being a police officer or as being sheriff? What are some of the favorites? Yeah, that's that's a
1: wonderful question. I mean, it, throughout my career, it was it was always a wonderful feeling when you would be able to help someone and whether that was a serious call on a domestic violence call, um, but having a victim reach back out to you or, or write you a letter or just give you a phone call saying that, you know, you changed their life or what you did is going to forever be appreciated. It's moments like that, where you know that you got into the right profession and there's, there's no amount of money in the world or anything else that can give you that good feeling of satisfaction. So knowing that you help people, um, you know, being sheriff, working with the community, being out at different community functions and, and getting to know as many of our residents as I can. To me, that's always a wonderful day when I, you know, make new bonds with people and meet new people in our community, you know, letting them know that we're here for their needs in that community. So there's some of the best times is when you make those human connections because you've met someone new for you they've met someone new but you can also allow them to see that we are good people my deputies are here
0: to help them to assist them and to make worcester county a better place to live yeah, absolutely and you know what are some things uh, we can expect to see from you sheriff and from your department here in the near future uh what are some great things we can expect to see from you guys Well, I can tell you, you can expect that I will always work tirelessly for my
1: office, the Worcester County Sheriff's Office, and our wonderful residents and visitors here in Worcester County. We will continue to work to get more law enforcement resources. Uh, We'll continue to try to get more deputies hired. We're going to continue as time moves on to to get better equipment so they're better ready to, to serve our community. And I will tell you once again, our community is the reason why. Law enforcement officers get into this job. That is why we serve. So you will always see from me as your sheriff of Worcester County, we will always work diligently in all of our communities because tomorrow can always be better than today. So every day is is to try to make today better than yesterday. So we're always going to work
0: with our communities. continue to try to strengthen those partnerships absolutely and uh, as we get ready to conclude here sheriff you know and and it was a really a prestigious honor uh, there's not an adjective powerful enough to Uh, describe the difference you've made in in Worcester County and throughout the state of Maryland and and the inspiration you've served for so many and and all the great work that you do. And I know you will continue to do it at the highest level of your capacity and capabilities. Uh, I'll pass things over to you, Sheriff. And if there's any final words or any last things that we didn't get to touch on uh, in this final moments that uh, I'll just hand things over to you. And uh, again, it was really a prestigious honor. And thank you so much, sir. I want to tell you,
1: the honor is all mine, Bubba, and, and you're you're very gracious with, with your compliments. But you know, as, as the time came approaching for this podcast and I was kind of reflecting mm-hmm. and looking at what you've done, it's my honor because yes, I'm extremely proud of you. I mean, again, there's words that really can't describe how proud I am of you and the energy and the focus and the leadership. That you bring worldwide to your mission for, you know, bodyguards against bullying with the the way that you're able to empower our young people. I've seen you do it online. I've seen you do it live. And just, I cannot thank you enough. And the honor and the prestige is all mine to be on here with you. And our listeners, I just want to tell you, great things ahead. Bubba is very energetic. He's got a vision. He's got a mission. And his mission is about self-dignity and respect for other people. So I thank you. And I just want to encourage you to continue to keep up this great work because you will never be able to gauge in numbers the amount of lives that you've influenced. Therefore, the amount of lives that you will have saved through your
0: work and through your mission. So I just want to say thank you. Absolutely. And uh, you're welcome anytime. And, and, you know, again, thank you so much. And, uh, you know, most importantly, um, you know, with that being said, um, and and we'll conclude on this, uh, obviously, you're uh, a great leader, a great sheriff uh, to to say lightly, you know, uh, there's not an adjective to describe uh, how great you are as a leader and and a sheriff. But most importantly, you have been so successful and, and so impactful because you're a great person. And when you, uh, can, you can lead with your heart and and you can, uh, you know, you're, you're somebody that every time I, I've interacted with you and, and uh, you've always been so humble that you wouldn't know that that you're sheriff or you wouldn't know you have so much uh, power and respect uh, because you conduct yourself so humbly. So uh, I truly admire that about you. And you're oh, somebody I that, that is so, um, so respectful. Um, you, you You're. Uh, you know, the the, the respect that you embody and and you treat yourself with and treat others with. It's uh it's you know, it's heroic to say the least. And uh Well, I I thank you for that. And I'm humbled and honored that that you would say
1: that. But in these positions, Bubba, it's about service to others. And that's how I wake up and I look at every day. It's about what what can we do? for the betterment of our County and for the betterment of our people. And I think as leaders, you know, you, you have to kind of take that approach. And like I said, throughout the podcast, you also have to have the approach to that you're imperfect, that you do make mistakes. I've made some decisions in, in my, my job so far where I look back and say, you know what? i I probably could have done this a little bit better, so I think when you 're in leadership, you have to have that flexibility. you have to understand that you need to be a good listener, listen to your deputies you know listen to your command team, listen to the people around you because that 's how
0: you 're successful yes sir, absolutely again, thank you so much uh, you 're an uh, abundant amount of knowledge and wisdom and and expertise uh, in in your career and and in your uh you know profession so thank you so much. Um, and I hope everybody enjoyed this, as I'm, I'm sure they do. And uh, I know I speak for so, so many uh, for, for thanking you and your department for your service. And you have a blessed day. Okay, sir? You too, Bubba. Thank you. And I want to thank all the listeners and everyone. Make good choices and
1: be that positive influence. Thank you, Bubba. All right. You're welcome. All right, sir. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye.